heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. How fun to be back on the masculine journey. I've missed you guys for the last, I don't know that I've ever missed two weeks in many years. Nope. Old faithful, right? <laughs> but what a fun show I got to hear last week, the hearing from God one. And so this week, hearing from God two, right, Sam? It's good. <laughs> it's good. In fact, Speaking of hearing from God, I you know, for a lot of us, Morgan, is it Freeman or Fairchild? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Depends who you're talking to. Freeman. <laughs> for a lot of folks, they you know, they think Morgan is more than, than, than you know than you know George Burns. Yeah. So you just don't. <laughs> so you want to set up this Bruce Almighty clip for us, Sam? Yeah, you've got um, in the movie Bruce Almighty. You know, Bruce is given God's ability, you know, he's, he's mad at God, he, you know, goes on this tirade about God, and he, and he meets God, and God gives him the ability to have his powers for a brief time, and, and what happens is this is when God and Bruce get back together, and Bruce has kind of really failed at the trial of, of being God, and so they're talking through, you know, hey, it's more than just giving people what they want. All right, well, let's listen. All righty then. There we are. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. No matter how filthy something gets, you can always clean it right up. There were so many. I just gave them all what they wanted. Yeah. But since when does anyone have a clue about what they want? So do I do? Parting your soup is not a miracle, Bruce. It's a magic trick. <laughs> a single mom who's working two jobs and still finds time to take her kid to soccer practice, that's a miracle. A teenager who says no to drugs and yes to an education. That's a miracle. People want me to do everything for them. And what they don't realize is they have the power. You want to see a miracle, son? Be the miracle. Wow, the, the thing that strikes me about that, Sam, well, there's so much in that clip, it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. But the thing that strikes me is he says they have the power, but we only have the power if we're connected to him and we're listening, right? Exactly. You know, it's not the power alone. And Bruce tried the power alone, and it didn't work. I mean, he had, you know, in the movie, all of God's power, and he failed miserably. But it's when you're connected with God and the power that he uses in you is just amazing that to, to have conversations. I, I'm, I'm down here at the coast this week. You know what I think to, to help train a guy 
and the first day we're together, we share a little bit of our story, and we both, you know, met again today, and we were talking, you know, I think the whole point of this week was the conversation we had yesterday as much as it was the training I'm doing, you know, because it was all about, you know, our faith, and we got a chance to pray together, and, and, and honestly, I think, you know, that's, that's what God allows us to be a part of when we're connected to Him in each other's lives to, to share a miracle together. Yeah, and speaking of miracles, you, you know, I had this one at boot camp that I should share. <laughs> it was a miracle of my own ignorance. But nonetheless, I, you know, was out on a covenant of silence. I'm hearing from God, listening from, listening for God, expecting to hear from God. And I see this tree that's fallen over. As you know, through the ice storm in North Carolina, obviously, there's a lot of trees down. And there's this very large, tall ponderosa pine. And the tree's down. And, I, and God says, take a close look at that. You know, as I'm listening to God, just take a look. Mm-hmm. And so as I look, I see this branch, and on this branch is a lot of these little tiny pine cones that had never had a chance to open. And they were they looked dead to me because they were brown, because the branches were all brown. But then there was one on the very end that was wide open, and all the other little ones were closed. And I thought, well, that's outstanding. This little guy got mm-hmm. the job done, you know, that the – the fate of many is in the hands of a few that we and I was you know part of a clip mm-hmm. that I was going to use at boot camp and I said this this is awesome and he goes well take that and use it so I break off the branch expecting I have this beautiful <laughs> yeah, vision that, you know that that people can see this picture of these pine cones well my talk is the very next morning and I put the the pine cone thing on my on my bed and when i went to bed that night the little pine cones were closed but when i woke up in the morning all all the pine all the pine cones had opened and i'm like oh man my visual experience of the you know the courage of many is in the hands of one you know is gone because they're all open and so i was kind of just mad about it and i was like well i gotta throw this so I, i go to walk to go do my talk actually i'm walking to prepare for it and I'm like, I'm just going to throw this branch out in the woods because it's going to, it's good, it's worthless. Holy Spirit says, no, 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 no. <laughs> I want you to think about, you know, this is God. This is hearing from Him. Why did those all open? What happened? And I, I, I just sat there and looked at it as I was preparing mm-hmm. the talk, and all of a sudden it occurred to me to look and 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 i remember that branch wasn't easy to pull off because it was still to an extent alive and as Mm -hmm. soon as i disconnected all those pine cones from the branch they died and they opened up and i'm like oh apart from me you can Mm -hmm. do what andy nothing and so it it turned out to be a pretty Mm -hmm. significant thing that i thought was trash (laughs) (laughs) so it's fun to hear from god right rodney it always is because it's not exactly what you think it's going to be when you're talking to him. He has a different story for you completely. And it took me several days after the boot camp before it finally hit me because we talked last week about Sam and Eli, right? Well, in the middle of the week, I had something hit me to pray for Eli. <clears throat> so I did, and things moved on. And that during the silent uh, prayer where we listened to God, it was I was asking him, is there something you have me for Eli? Because you had something earlier in the week. And then you heard the story about how all kinds of other people had that. And finally it hit me days afterwards because I was like, okay, well, I don't know why he didn't prompt me to poke Eli. He's like, 
it, I wasn't even thinking about this at the time. And he just finally said, this is the way I needed to get to Eli was through the other person into Sam and then Sam mm-hmm. to go to Eli and get that out. It was like, that's the way I wanted it to happen. Mm. Not the way I wanted it to happen, but the way God wanted it to happen. I'm like, mm. okay, I got you. Mm. I hear you. Because <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, I was there. You could use me. Nope. That's not what he wanted. Now, he did want you to pray. Yep. And that's what I was doing during that time was I was just praying. Mm-hmm. Like, I was praying, like, is there something for Eli? What do we have? Because I just knew there was something that he put on my heart, but I didn't know what it was. And that's some of the same thing that happened the previous boot camp was right. with Corey. It was something heavy, but I didn't know what it was. And if you're listening and you're going, I don't know what he's talking about, Eli. <laughs> right. And you may be thinking that, well, this is a perfect opportunity for you to use your smartphone and say, hey, Siri, let me listen to the Masculine Journey Radio podcast. And it'll, boom, play the Masculine Journey Radio podcast. And last week's podcast will tell you all about what happened with Eli. Or, you know, you can tell Alexa the same thing. The rest of the story, right? The rest of the story. But Sam, why don't you fill in a few details for those who are just sitting there curious? Yeah, um, we had listening prayer, as we talked about last week. And, and Eli was in one group and I was in another. And and somebody in my group said, Sam, your son loves you very much, but he has something he really needs to talk to you about that he's struggling with. And then after you know the prayer time, I said, is it Eli or Caleb? He said, I don't know. It's one of your sons. And so I went to Caleb, and Caleb said, really, I don't have much. And so I went to Eli a couple days later. We didn't have time until after boot camp to talk. And I asked Eli first, I said, how was your listening prayer time in your group? And he said, oh, you know, it was okay. And I told him what happened in ours. And then he paused for a minute, and he said, well, it was more than okay. God was saying some things through some people for me that I needed to hear. You know, and then once he heard what, what I was told, that the other person heard from God, then he opened up and shared with me what he'd been struggling with. And it was really good. It was a great opportunity for he and I to to bond uh, at a different level and have a great father-son conversation, but also, you know, to have God orchestrate it all without anything that we could have done to coerce it. You know, it was directly from God. And it's so amazing to have that shared experience that God, you know, brought us to this point to talk about it, which... Had we not had listening prayer, I don't know that we would have talked about it. Right, and I I go back to, Sam, the first boot camp where I was involved with listening prayer. This was many years ago. I thought y'all were nuts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, we're going to sit here on, I I think we were praying over Tim, and I was like, you're going to expect us to sit here and hear something from God about this person or some person, you know, what in the world and and how awkward that felt and mm-hmm. how so what if we don't hear nothing <laughs> you know what if nothing happens and and adventure all, uh, right right <laughs> and so we we had some breakthrough at that boot camp that was a long time ago so then the next time we investigate this listening prayer we're going to do it at the advanced boot camp last summer and it was darren and sam you know and and we thought we were going to have a bunch of people from previous boot camps, but that isn't what happened. As a matter of fact, what we have is a bunch of new people, and some of them very young, and we end up doing listening prayer. Or just talk about, Sam, the, the, what you felt like the risk was or what God was telling you on listening prayer when we knew we were going in with people that we don't even sure were Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, it seems weird. You know, you talk about faith with God, and 
that listening prayer time is you have to step out in faith and say, God, this is all you, you know, and, and it's all in your court whether you decide to do something or not. And every time we've done it, God has just done amazing things in one way or another. Yeah, on that, uh, I think I was in Sam's group at that advanced boot camp, and that was the first time I'd been a part of it. I've been in the Christian circles and know about, you know, listening to God and groups and stuff like that, but hadn't really experienced this, but it was really cool in that one. Um, one, of the, one of the kids from the Boys Academy was brand new, and he was, um, you know, he he was just trying he was just trying to find out if God was real and ask about it and if he loved him and... I'll tell you the rest on the rest of this, the other side. Hearing from God, which you might hear from God during the break, that you need to register for the next boot camp, which we haven't set the date yet, but you mm-hmm. can find out all about it, massandjourneyradio.org. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. What God does at Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. When I first got here, I was kind of closed off. Didn't really want to talk to anybody because I thought it was stupid. I didn't believe. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like each person who spoke kind of chipped away at this feeling I was having and chipped away at this mask I was hiding behind. I've never heard anybody speak about God and Jesus and the way we're supposed to feel like you guys have this weekend. What a gift. $199 Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Word of God speak Would you pour down like rain Washing my eyes to see Your majesty To be still and know That you're in this place Please let me stay and rest In your holiness Word of God speak we left our hero Andy. He was describing yeah. his listening prayer at the advanced boot camp that time with a group, and yep. it was very awkward. I'm sure you felt like, "Whoa, this is awkward." Yeah. And here's did. this kid that really, as it turns out, we now know based yeah, on the story. Right. Yep. That number one, his name was Dylan, right. and and number two, he wasn't a Christian when you sat down with him that day. No, not not at all. Um, I think both um, a lot of the group, as we started listening, we were asking for a name, and his name just kept popping up and then there was different words of encouragement i can't remember them all but you know he just came back to testify this last uh boot camp um i guess he's been to one other one in the fall and then this spring just to testify of where he was at and where it took his life and he could have stayed in the program and never really heard from god or never really impacted his life but god reached down and spoke to him exactly when he needed it right there and in, in the first you know opportunity to really be involved with our ministry and and you know we were putting our faith out there and god honored it spoke to him individually and he's he's on track it was a pleasure to be around him to hear his uh testimony and just what's going on in his life and you know that's not he's not the only one um i think you know you, to get 
you know, some young kids like that together like that and say, okay, we're going to hear, hear from God. It's one thing to have them sit down and pray towards God, but to sit there and just listen to them, it is, it can be uncomfortable, but man, he does some incredible things with that step of faith. So, right. So what Dylan had described was that he had asked, he said, God, if you're real, right. let my name be the one that gets called right. out. I miss that, but yeah. And, and yeah, and so that's what he heard, and that later led to his actual coming to faith. Right. But the other thing that really just that came out that I just heard this week from Sam was you, you may have heard my story about, you know, when Earl, <laughs> we were sitting there listening, these kids were laughing their head off that first time, and I had Spencer and Keller and uh, and and Hunter. Yeah, on. And Earl says, I hear, er, <laughs> and everybody just, I mean, they're, but later they all heard, and later they all took mm. me aside because it, was that really God, Robbie? Was that really God? But the testimony to that, me to mm. me, Sam, was what you told me about what Spencer said to you when you sat down with him to do listening prayer. Here we are two times later. Spencer or Keller? I, was it Keller that said, one of yeah, them? Yeah, Keller said, yeah, Keller said uh, they both were excited to be in the group. They were both in my group. But Keller told me after the fact, when we got done with the listening prayer, he said, uh, I had really asked the coach if we had the opportunity to put me into a group that was really going to take it serious because I really <laughs> wanted to be a part of the. Wow. And these boys just, I was just amazed. They were so, they participated. They were engaged. Um, I, I can't imagine, you know, we talk about, how amazed we are and, and we're nowhere near their age right. to get that gift of knowing they can just sit and listen like that at the age that they're at how amazing that may be for them their whole life yeah i and in the fruit of what god did it just blows me away but in this case we have evan almighty right and this isn't evan that's going to hear from god it's his wife mrs almighty <laughs> actually uh, i forget her name in the movie but anyway is his, his wife if you've seen the movie prayed near the beginning that her family would grow closer and the next thing she know her husband gets all whacked out goes jesus freak on her is wearing these crazy clothes and is building an ark right and and she's got to get man i mean this guy's going nuts and i'm afraid for my family so she leaves and is out of town and stops at a restaurant where Al Mighty waits on her, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets a chance to hear from God. Excuse me, can I get a refill, please? Coming right up. Excuse me, are you, are you all right? Yeah. No, it's a long story. Well, I like stories. I'm considered a bit of a storyteller myself. My husband? Have you heard of New York's Noah? <laughs> the guy that's building the ark. That's him. I love that story. Knowing the ark. You know, a lot of people miss the point of that story. They think it's about God's wrath and anger. They love it when God gets angry. What is the story about then, the ark? Well, I think it's a love story about believing in each other. You know, the animals showed up in Paris. They stood by each other side by side, just like Noah and his family. Everybody entered the ark side by side. But my husband says God told him to do it. What do you do with that? 
sounds like an opportunity. Let me ask you something. If someone prays for patience, do you think God gives them patience? Or does he give them the opportunity to be patient? If they prayed for courage, does God give them courage? Or does he give them opportunities to be courageous? If someone prayed for the family to be closer, do you think God zaps them with warm, fuzzy feelings? Or does he give them opportunities to love each other? does here only has a lot of people to serve <laughs> your thoughts well the part about patience really resonates with me because uh, i had been asking for more patience i used to be one of the road ragers thankfully i'm not anymore but i'm still amazed at uh, how many times when i've got to make that left turn into the neighborhood that i have to wait on a vehicle I once pulled in and sat there for the longest kind of time, and my wife finally said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm just waiting to see how long it's going to be before the next car comes along. Because it seemed to me that God puts cars in my way so that I can become more patient. One of the things that uh, strikes me about listening for God that's very important is you got to know but it's God you're hearing. And if you're going to do that, you got to know the Word. you got to be in that Bible because God's not going to contradict Himself. If you hear something that contradicts what you can find in your Bible, it ain't from God. Yeah, and there's that's, that's a critical thing. And the interesting thing was, you know, for me to watch Corey, right? Mm-hmm. He hears from God in listening prayer which we saw and, and which remarkably affected his faith. But one of the next thing he hears is you got to get in the Bible. And so mm-hmm. he's asking me right after the first boot camp, Robbie, what translation do I get? Mm. And, and, and normally when you see somebody come to faith, it's amazing in it how thirsty they mm-hmm. get for that very mm-hmm. thing. So they can tell God's voice from, from the rest of them. In fact, my pastor one time did a wonderful illustration of that. He called a little kid up to the podium and he put his coat on him. Mm-hmm. And he said, how many people think this little guy is Pastor Quartz? And, of course, everybody's <laughs> like, no, he's obvious imposter. And I said, he said, how do you know? And he goes, well, because you know what I sound like. Yeah. And how are you going to know what mm-hmm. he sounds like if you don't know that you're you know, reading the words? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a big point. Well, Satan is the master masquerader. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know the song, going back to the bump music, you know, Word of God Speak, yeah. it's – it's not just the written word. I mean, he has a voice as well. It says, you know, I was looking at um, Scripture in John about, I was looking at it in the message and it talks about his sheep recognize his voice. I mean, you got to recognize that person that goes to your point, Robbie, about Pastor Courts. But, you know, you do have to have, they do have to align. The written will align exactly. with the spoken, definitely. Exactly. But they, I think sometimes, Delene, I mean, they, they both are the Word of God and are important. One of them being more specific in your life, one of them being more for the broader community, you know? There's a song that uh, that we sing occasionally, not nearly often enough for my liking, but titled is Lord Speak to Me. And the first line is, Lord Speak to Me that I may speak in living echoes of thy tone. So 
to me it's it's important that you know what God is speaking. If you're going to try to speak for him to someone, you better know what you're talking about. And Sam, you know, John Eldridge talks about the Bible is not a book of exceptions, that all these guys heard from God. Right, it's a book of examples. The, you know, what good would exceptions do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this doesn't apply to you anymore. This is just the ones that were back, you know, before cars. But, yeah, no. It, <laughs> Low blow. <laughs> yeah. Even I'm not before cars. <laughs> That's why I said it. That's why I said it. You know, but no, it's, uh, it, you know, it, and God speaks to us primarily through his word. But, you know, he's the God of all creation. He speaks to us through nature. He speaks to us through music. He speaks to us through silly movie clips. God, our community, too, speak. our brothers. You know, often speaks brothers. to me, sounds just like Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks through one of you guys that sounds like Balaam's donkey. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know. No, it's, you know, God is constantly speaking, but to your point, you got to have the ears to hear, you know, and, and know what he's trying to communicate. And, 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 you know, I was talking about the conversation I had yesterday. I had no intent of having a conversation. God had the intent of having a conversation. And both this person and I heard what we needed to hear from God in the midst of talking with one another. He let us be a part of that hearing from him together, if that makes sense. No, it does. I, you know, I was fortunate enough to be sitting with Adam Draper this afternoon for several hours. And, you know, he's got one story after the other of just like mind blowing experiences with God on his adventure. Mm -hmm. And as you're sitting there listening, it can't help but reinforce things that he's been teaching you and, and, and also offer up, you know, the enticement to go deeper. As you hear that, which is, you know, why we listen to the truth network. Right? We're trying to hear, you know, mm-hmm. where somebody else's faith has been sharpened in order for us to experience that, to go deeper, grow closer. And it's not over, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick one. The show is over, but not really. It goes on for eternity, <laughs> but <laughs> from eternity and beyond. But meanwhile, we're so grateful that you listen to Masculine Journey. We would point out again, you can just say, Siri, play the Masculine Journey radio podcast if you missed part of this today. Or you can tell Alexa, I want to listen to the Masculine Journey radio podcast. It's all available as well as MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Thank you for listening to the Masculine Journey. <laughs>